it. The whole larger vision was let's make starting up worth it. You know, think of young entrepreneurs who are on that journey and ability to put money on the table for them to have enjoyed the journey that they had so far, exit at a potentially right time and feel good about it. Today, if I tell you we are building a secondary marketplace and tomorrow SEBI comes and changes half the rules, I don't want to fold. What I'm taking is the next two years to build a brand name. The big investment banking firms are now realizing that only doing IPO is not the way. So they are also now putting up teams for D2Cs, for consumer goods, for fintechs and other companies. I think for them to do this at any point of time is, is not difficult. When you embed your value proposition in your brand name, done deal, which is at some level a great thing is, you know, what you stand for is super clear. But the problem is, you know, getting into anything else is much harder. So here's a 30 crore company, flip it to 300 crore. They know the math of going from so zero to one, you've taken one to ten, one to hundred, banana, we have to I would love for you to tell me, hey, boss, your money is here, so much value. If you add it, it's a 10x value. Because people like us need people like you to tell us this. In my country, there's a lift, but there's a lift man to press that button. No, the buyer is going to register there and find it. It will take time. But in India, it will happen. Today, we didn't even know that there could have been a startup coming out of here. So that's happening. Anything can happen. All right. Welcome to the barbershop Razor's Edge. Thank you so much for taking the time and coming on a 6 a.m. flight this morning. My name is Shantanu Deshpande. I'm the founder and CEO of Bombay Shaving Company, Bombay Barbershop. I'm joined by Deepak and Mukesh who introduce themselves and then the floor is yours. So, in any order. Sure. Hi guys. Good morning, good afternoon. Super excited to be here. You know, I've been involved in the entrepreneurial ecosystem for I think last 23-24 years. I think I've seen it all, lots of ups and downs. You know, been involved in building some companies myself and also actively involved in early stage investment. So, very curious to hear how you guys are, what problems you are solving. So, we'll have more conversation about that soon. Great. Hi, I am Deepak. I am co-founder and CEO at Bombay Shaving Company in Bombay. So, running the business with Shantanu. And also a part of the investor group of the Razor's Edge. Look forward to hear your story and discuss ideas. My name is Rohit. I have been in the startup ecosystem for the last 15 years as an entrepreneur. Started my journey with a company called Glitch in 2009. As it would be by 2015, Opportunities came knocking, so uh, we've got multiple acquisition options. That's the first time we saw exit as an option. So I'm like, oh, is this something that's going to come through? Uh, explored this, finally tied the knot with WBP. Uh, WBP is the world's largest advertising house. So we've got uh, tied the knot into 2016 with them, uh, became part of the whole thing, got the entire global presence that they had. Parallelly in 2015, started another company called uh, Chatterbox. This was more in the influencer, booming influencer economy that was going to start in 2015. So we said, is there something you could explore there, start a marketplace of sorts. Again, right place, right time, early enough to get there by, we scaled, we were market leaders soon. By 2020, again, uh, Chatterbox got acquired, acquired by a company called QU Networks, uh, based out of the US. Post these two acquisitions, were a great journey there, we started working with a lot of startups, uh, actively investing in them or working closely with them. And that's when I kind of saw this problem where people started reaching out and saying, hey guys, how are you doing this? What is, how does one get to uh, do this journey in terms of how does one find an exit? How did you guys manage an exit twice? What is the path to it? And that's when I kind of reflected on the statement and said, 
this starting up journey every founder has gone through a lot of rigor right and so how do you make this journey worth it and that's the large question that was there and saying so i i found the journey supremely fulfilling both times right so with glitch and chatterbox and said can we make this worth it for everybody else so employees founders employees investors everybody's and that's the large vision that we spoke of uh, met anish and said hey should we ponder on this idea let anish take it from there But Rohit, first of all, congratulations on two amazing businesses. We work closely with Glitch and Chatterbox, yes. on and off. But amazing experience, and thank you. I think um, we would love to pick your brains on just generally marketing stuff separately as well. But damn good, hundred uh, percent. So uh, my name is Anish. Rohit and I have actually been friends for I think more than eight years now. Uh, much more traditional journey from my side. So I did my engineering in biotechnology, did my MBA as a fresher from IIM Bangalore. Uh, spent seven years at Kotak as part of the investment team. Uh, early employee in the real estate investing side, 2015 as well. You know the markets were opening up there, uh, and then joined KKR. Uh, spent the last seven years there, uh, again on the investing side. So I think Rohit and I started discussing this around a year ago, and during that COVID time where a lot of us spent time pondering life and what to do next, uh, and I found this problem super exciting. Uh, started discussing with the Ecosystem on the buyer side, uh, especially with the funds, my you know my very well-established alum network, who you know were now CEOs and CFOs in different companies, and I think they all gelled with the fact that this is a real need and there is a gap that we need to address. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is day 23 for me since I you know officially started this journey, but super excited to be here and talk more. Hi, I'm Ankur Jain, and I got in touch with uh, Rohit and Anish last year. Uh, through a common connect, and for me, uh, I've been in in startup ecosystem for more than a decade, working you know in different startups. You know, I started with HealthCard, uh, then I moved to Serian Labs, spent almost you know five years there, building up the you know enterprise product more from technology product and more from you know sales side also. I was involved in few uh, client side facing uh, interactions also, and then I've seen the journey. You know how you know you start from a you know. Small uh, first one client, and then you know, how do you you know build the product? Take uh, keeping in mind you know how different enterprise level clients you know you entertain all those requests and build the product which is you know configurable so that you know there is a customer success team who can you know just take care of the product without the involvement of engineering team. And then from there I moved to Cast Twenty Four. There I got a, another different kind of experience which was you know managing a big team as well as Bigger scale because in enterprise size you don't get that much scale, but more of a you know requirement and all those things. But at Cast Twenty Four, I got this scale also. So so with that, uh, got a good hands-on experience of you know how to build scalable products, not just working products. And then from there, I moved to DotPay. Early again, just like Serian Labs, I was an early employee there, and we did not even have the first client there. And from there, building the DotPay product along with digital showroom. And building the team, and you know, playing again the same hat which I did at Cast Twenty Four, which was you know, product engineering. The other part which was interesting was building the team also, from you know, early stage tech company to you know, having an engineering team. And I left around you know, forty forty five member team. That was interesting, you know. And at at that point of time, you know, there was a lot of rush also from the perspective. How do you get the employee, you know, the, the right talent on board? And you know, so many offers were there, so that was an interesting uh, journey. And then uh, I took a you know uh, like okay, 
it's been a long time, you know, building up for someone else. Now let's build it something of your own. And that's how, you know, I got in touch with uh, Anish and uh, uh, Rohit. And uh, there was a right synergy from the perspective, one thought process. And then at the same time, what I was bringing on the table, enterprise SaaS, marketplace, fintech somewhat, and that all of this in done deal. And that is where, you know, looking forward to, you know, building sure, the right which, which, which year in IIT Kanpur? Yeah, 2011, I graduated okay, from there. Way so. past my time, but <laughs> still good to see yeah. the connection, yeah. Amazing. Super. You have done more companies, you know, in your graduation since. I have only done two, <laughs> and I graduated way back in the 90s. So, like, you are really on a right path. Amazing, amazing. Yes, so what's done deal? What, what, what so, do you guys plan? Day 23, so I'm assuming it's still very early days. It is. Yeah. So just, yeah, I mean, the day 23 of us all of 100% in this. Uh, there's been a journey of pondering, asking questions, all of those things, drawing out the vision and stuff like that. So like I said, the whole larger vision was, let's make starting up worth it, right? So making starting up worth it for who all? So there's founders, there's early investors, there's employees, everybody. So how do we build an ecosystem around this sort of thing? We said, let's tackle one step at a time. So we went first step saying the founder piece. And we said, we saw this entire gray space, opaque space in acquisition, right? Exit strategy planning is not something that all of us founders are, uh, it's not something that we discuss from day one. Can, but that is something I realized in my journey of the last two uh, exits that I had, how important it is to keep an eye on that. Because sometimes that timing is so crucial uh, sometimes you know when the market's ripe for it to get the right value and so on and so forth. So he said, can we now bring that into the ecosystem? Can we start this whole education process around exit strategy planning where people get to know this? And B, how do these guys now find, democratize this entire uh, run of acquisition, right? So we looked at the whole acquisition problem and said, how do we split it? So the problems right now lie in discovery, in uh, access, in the process itself. And finally, there's also some form of stigma attached, where I put my hand up and say, hey, I want to look, I'm looking to get acquired, automatically brings your value down. So these are four key problems we said we should really try to address. Uh, discovery was, obviously we said, okay, if, if we can find a platform where people can find each other, that, that will solve largely for discovery. The process in itself, we said, we looked at it, such a legacy process, I, 16 months of, uh, is the time that it took for a glitch acquisition to happen, right? And it took away the founders, uh, this thing uh, distracted the founder from their journey. Luckily, we had a very, very strong second round that was running the ship. Otherwise, both of us, the business only would have tanked. So he said, can we now reduce the process? Also, by reducing the process, we were able to increase the TAM overall. So he said, that's one, uh, this thing, can technology come and play a part in that? Uh, access, which I remember this the first time, uh, uh, term sheet came to me, I was like, dude, what do I, how do I read this term sheet, right? And then you don't know, you don't have access to lawyers or whatever, you don't have a legal team, so suddenly I'm calling up friends. The, luckily, I had friends in this thing, but not everybody has that. Can we now democratize this access? Can we bring in the right kind of people for them to partner with? And finally, stigma that I was talking about, that can we bring in an anonymous uh, listing of sorts where pe you don't technically reveal yourself because there's a lot of pride the minute you're acquired. Doesn't matter how much you're acquired for whatever they say. The minute somebody is acquired, we've seen that status change immediately on LinkedIn to bracket acquired, right? So how do I now take the stigma out? And these were the four key parts that we were saying. You want to add in? Yeah, I mean, just uh, mainly around how a founder thinks about acquisitions. I've noticed that, you know, it's almost like 
is it it's a sign that we have failed as a company if i'm thinking about being acquired while to me as an outsider in that sense like i'm a new founder it's completely the opposite it's a massive sign of success that you managed to monetize and put cash in the hands of your employees in your hands in the investor hands but over time you're institutionalizing that entity and saying that yes i founded this but i now have a ceo a cmo a coo is operating this company i now have investors who might list uh, you know it might be a public market exit it might be a secondary exit while the company itself continues to exist as an organism while these transactions can happen outside right and ipo is this holy grail of exits and we know how many of them are going to happen in a you know in a sustainable manner right it's just that difficult to get to uh so those are the kind of key insights that you know i'm really excited about which is you know think of young entrepreneurs who are on that journey and ability to put money on the table for them to have enjoyed the journey that they had so far exit at a potentially right time and feel good about it rather than say that you know this is like uh, i'm folding i don't have runway of course those will also get addressed to what we are building but i'm just really hopeful of these fantastic companies growing in a you know in a bigger avatar in you know under somebody's and uh, else's ownership and they also derive tremendous value right a lot of value i mean i mean i'll just add a little bit from the perspective that i have on the pe side right i mean you've seen all these large traditional businesses which are cash flow generating which have been around for so many years and you know just two things i've noticed is one there's a change of guard with the new generation who is now taking over they've all studied outside india they've you know they're people of today's age and they all are excited about acquiring talent acquiring innovation acquiring they're willing to pay more for their ceos and their they'll hire somebody from mckinsey or bcg and say you come on board as a strategy head because we were batchmates at you know at harvard or iim or wherever right and they are so so much more open to acquiring innovation and bringing it on board and they can feel that if i continue to run this slow traditional business there's a risk that i suddenly become outdated or you know that that i'm not with with the times right so that's that's one and then if you look at the pe landscape as well right and uh, i mean you would see a lot more of you know uh, bio transactions happening over time right and that's because there is that there there that fewer solid companies which exist in in india right and so after the you know the first leg of growth and so on people are getting into bios yeah. now if you have fought with 10 other funds to do a fantastic bio transaction so you paid your multiple now how do i juice out that return you're going to do bolt ons you're going to acquire growth you're going to acquire scope and that's how you're going to make your money and for me what is exciting is if i look at this large company sitting in the boardroom where mna is like front and center every boardroom it's like you know we need to acquire but there is no way for me to access these smaller transactions which are undiscovered in india and you know have these college everybody from college to you know third time entrepreneurs to whatever experimenting in these beautiful directions with high risk capital and then you have this traditional you know business which has debt and equity and it's got uh, you know it's got a solid fundamentals so one, for, for one fundamental question sure. you see in the early stage companies when you are in the process of building the companies right. and you know you have short runway etc and you are trying to figure out your multiple paths possible and you may want to raise money etc if you are listed on a platform right. and people are aware that you have a stated intent of being acquired right what you know message it will right. send to the no you are listed it's an anonymous listing okay you will only get to know if you choose to 
Expose yourself. No, but so expose how we doing this? I think probably yeah. run you by the right. idea sure. of how we. Okay. So when you come and list yourself on the platform, we, what we are asking people to do is answer ten questions. Right. These ten mm -hmm. questions help us extrapolate about twenty pieces of data. Sure. We're able to take that data and benchmark them in the category they're in. So let's assume D two C personal care two year old company. Where does all the data that sure. they enter? Where do you stand compared to other D two Cs? Basis that we give them what we call as a today value, mm -hmm. right? So today value, not the value you would uh, right. raise sure. at and so on. Yeah, yeah. So this is the technically, today if you pay, then how much will you get? That's the number that we now it's up to you whether you are open for a conversation or very actively looking for a sale. Sure. You can decide that. In either cases, what happens? You have listed on a platform with an anonymous description. What how it goes? So for example, if you are looking to mm -hmm. buy a company, what comes to you is a D two C company based out of Bombay doing MRR of this much. With twelve thousand paying sure. customers, that's the note that comes to you. You look at that and say, okay, this sounds like a company that uh, in the right. zone that I sure. want to buy. So you express interest. Right. When you express interest, think of it almost like Bumble, right? So the entire <laughs> control lies with the. No, founder. I think that is clear. But see, you still have the problem of supply. Let's say, for example, actually, real use case. We yeah. are actively looking to acquire D two C companies in oh. fitness space. Got it. But let's say you know you have two listed. But my potential universe is twenty companies, right. so that it's like a bit of catch twenty two that somehow you have to overcome because I want to see the, the whole universe. And sometimes you may not have the stated intent, but after you talk to cult, your intent may change, right? So how will you? So we decided that supply and demand. We said we said the platform is built entirely for supply. For demand, what we're doing is like we'll come to you and say so say okay, you are telling me this year I want to acquire actively. These are the kind of companies you want. We now reach out to everybody in this. Universe say that there is a unicorn in this space, very actively looking. Are you up for a conversation? So far, what we've noticed in the reach outs is 80% of them are willing to explore. Everybody is ready to sell, okay? Because at the right price, we're willing to explore. There will be three of them who are desperate to sell. There will be 17 of them. They dig them. What is the thing? Which means 17 quality, three discounted. That's the the thing that you get. So in that ecosystem, I'll share with you all of these cue cards. You look at it, you say, okay, this sounds exciting, this sounds exciting, uh, and then the founders now revealed who the buyer is at this point, and then they can choose to uh, expose whatever right. they need. So you're so able to reach out to all these companies. I think that yes. becomes very credible because that is genuinely hard. You know, today we struggle because every time we tell our corp dep person, we start from scratch. So if you can build that capability, that's where thing. but lot of companies initially at least may not be listed in your platform. Correct, but so which is where you know the type of the two types of entities that we want, right? Both the passive sellers as well as the active sellers. And what can we offer as a platform which makes it interesting for a passive seller to be not necessarily listed on the platform but be associated with us because of the various other tools and services we are providing. Uh, you know, just as an example, right? When When you look at the guardrails of conversation between you, your corporate guy, and this, is that established? To say that are you looking at revenue positive or EBITDA positive companies? Are your margins in place? This is the minimum kind of customer base I want to look for. Will the founders stay? Do you want them to stay? Do you want them to not stay? And have you know that awkwardness is completely removed because this technology or this platform is matching these two parties and putting you in the room and saying that hey, there is. uh you know there is a common ground for both of you to explore and see that is where technology can't do you know it can't do a vibe check between a founder and a seller and that conversation is a personal discussion between two people to say that are we going to gel together for the next 2 3 years and make something big and that at that point the three of you play the role of like the trusted yep. buy side sell side banker Correct. almost like Correct. once after the process that you guys have said 
Right. They said, okay, fine, we have gotten them to a middle point. Now right. tying the knot will require a human, human over Which doesn't have the constraints of saying that I want to push this seller to this deal because <laughs> I'm playing a long game. Yeah. Or say telling you that there are only these two, three guys, buy now, otherwise you'll go. But Shantan is interesting observer. Fundamentally, you are going to buy side or sell side. It depends on the. We're a, we're a platform, right? So we're, we're not no, on a, either. That's a language. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, we are, we are founder first. See, ultimately, there are yeah. two parties involved. Yeah. They both want to get the best deal done. True. Right? It's just, I think, it, it's easier to save your platform. But I think when you get into nuts and bolts of so actually making a deal happen, who are you representing needs to be clearer. So we are very clear on being a founder first platform that right. way right so like like we said all privacy controls still sit with the startup who's selling right. they can choose to sell or not sell they they can get the advice also that they need right now what we're doing to start with right this is a chicken and egg scenario we are getting mandates from the That's buyer right. side yeah. the other side we are tying up with a we're partnering with a bunch of early stage funds uh, angel networks venture garages of the lots and they all have so 100, 120 companies, 10 breakthrough, 60 of them, we don't know. But that those 60 could be like, if I'm saying that, okay, there is a potential 4x exit, they are also turning around and talking to this thing. So it's not just me having the conversation, but also the other the networks, so the, their own angels having that conversation there, right? And that is also, we've seen that help to a large extent because again, like I said, exit strategy planning is not there. Suddenly when you're told, this is the potential value of you. There itself, we are seeing people See, converting. See, what it boils down to, are you going to play active role in you know, valuation discovery? Right. Or is that a conversation between the buyer and seller? Right. Depending on what that is. Like yeah. The more active role you have, then you have to be clear exactly where you are. What you can be, you just have this fee structure and the entire valuation discovery is between the two parties. So I think that, I guess, tricky thing to navigate. But as you build the platform, you really figure it out. Yeah. Where do you see yeah. the maximum need for this? Like which size of the company or sector so, or right. mm -hmm. So that is, we are very clear on one side, which is the untouched side right now, right? Which is the sub 100 crore category, or sub 10 million dollars as we call it. Valuation. Which could be valuation. Valuation. Right? If I look at that, the reason being 150 upwards, uh, there are bankers, banks who come in and help out. 300 upwards, the EYs, the Deloitte, the big four, etc. come in. In the sub-100 crore category, what is happening is you are either repped by boutique bankers, uh, somebody who's exited this thing, they are all charging you a retainer. That is the one reason why people are don't, not even like, why do I have to pay this guy a retainer? They don't even know if there's a value on the table. Right? So that value add, they are not discovering. So that is a very untouched space. So we said, can we go after this particular category? in? And we are very clear in terms of what kind of uh, uh, businesses are we targeting. In terms of category, we break, broke it down saying internet businesses. Very wide, right, as a number. But we see where the demand is also. So D2C, EdTech, Gaming, SaaS, these are places where there is enough data for us to also measure, understand. So these are clear focus points. Outside of that, anybody who's got, so as we call it, I mean, internet businesses, which is businesses which are able to plug in their uh, say they have Tally, they have RazorPayX, they can plug that in and we can say, or productize it. Those are pieces that we are actively targeting at this point of time. Right. For this market of sub-100 crore size deal, have you guys estimated market how many such deals happen or what is the total value of these deals in India? So as of, uh, if you go last year's number, right, right. without a platform, without sure, any right. of these things, there were 220 deals that happened, sub $10 million. Average deal size? Average deal size? 220 million uh, reported deals. Average, average deal size would be about a 
प्लेटफॉर्म टू डू दिस Uh, the side, the exit strategy planning is not part of this thing, and on the other side, the buyers have always been the big guys, right? We are turning around. There are two sides to us. Even the other side, we are saying, can acquisition be used as a growth vehicle? I'll give you my own example. When Chatterbox started, we could either spend time building the marketplace and then getting people on the this thing, or we could have acquired a company that would have fed in. We found Let's in turn. Uh, Let's in turn had 15,000 colleges uh, and uh, 1,80,000 students with them as a database. They had a ink uh, uh, wing to it. We acquired that entire thing. I got my co-founder through it. Small little acquisition, but I went to market nine, ten months before I should have technically gone. That was that accelerated my entire thing. So now can that become a point here? So helping even early stage companies. So the thing is, I could either spend eight months in an acquisition, which means people are like throwing their this thing, saying, "Ah, eight months in me, so I'll build my own team." But if I can close you your deal in thirty days, you're going to come to me and help. Do no, it. I think still, you know, I can tell you, you know, my experience, right? You know, I'm, multiple times I made this mistake, getting into too niche of a category, and then getting out of that becomes very difficult. See, as a player, you can only grow the market to some extent. So 20 million dollar market, I think, is very small. But sometimes, what is helpful is you become very dominant player in that, and you figure out to get into some other adjacencies, yeah. and maybe you are able to do a bunch of things. I don't know, fundraise for startups in future sure. and things like that. So just keep that in mind. I think that's, 20, my opinion is that's definitely part small. of our con- like. That's why I started with the larger vision, right? Yeah. Making starting up worth it for founders, investors, employees. Now, yeah. if I want, if you want me to double click on that. Right now we're talking talking just the founder side. Yeah, right? It sounds like you know this can get your foot in the door. You become a friend for early stage. We build a brand, but we you need to trust. do something else with yes. that. Like this is just too small. Can this become a secondary share marketplace right. tomorrow? That's so exactly. many people are yeah. talking about this. And, so and we'll be rightly placed because a we're a marketplace. B we've built trust. We've built we've helped companies get acquired. Why can't your ESOPs get acquired? That's one side. Now, There's a whole financing. Yeah, yeah, this you know secondary marketplace of very early stage doesn't make sense in my opinion. Correct. You need to be somewhat mature company, right? Yeah. So for when you are at a sub 100 crore valuation it's too small you know product market fit also made clear i think secondary for that i don't think is that meaningful no secondary there will be will not just be limited to this i'm saying that in we would have built by then so let's assume two years down the line when there's regularities in place right today if i tell you we are building a secondary marketplace and tomorrow sebi comes and changes half the rules i don't want to fold what i'm taking is the next two years to build a brand name build uh, build trust among the audience and by then tomorrow when that is when we have clear rules on this we'll be able to step into that and that that can be across all spectrums right it doesn't necessarily have to be sub 100 mil so there that is one side there is also a large financing angle the vc at the bottom which right now we are plugging yeah. with the acquisition piece i'll tell you where if tomorrow if a series a company wants to buy out another company which is on discounted sale and they to help growth this thing The, the minute you have two signed LOIs, we we fund your final this thing with a debt yeah, fund. I have one more input to think about it. And since you are only day twenty three, I think it's a good time to see. Sometimes you know when you embed your value proposition in your brand name, done deal, which is at some level great thing is you know what you stand for is super clear. But the problem is you know getting into anything else is much harder. Let's say tomorrow you know anything which is not deal related, so which may it may be a great choice or may not be. 
just be very clear because your brand name is committing to only be a certain type of company and will yeah. not allow you to be a different type of company. So just yeah. think about yeah, it. Yeah, classic example is we have suffered with that thing. Yeah, we're moving outside Chevy, we're always following the trick. No, I think it's... Uh, and, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to add one thought yeah. on the TAM thing right? and something sure. that we've thought about so much. If you look at, uh, you know, of course, we, we we all would agree that the tailwinds around m and and so on are, uh, you know, are, are going to be increasing over the next few years. But more importantly, the, the way our startup ecosystem has evolved. If I look at, you know, last couple of years, on an average, every year, there have probably been close to 1,000 odd seed, you know, 1,000 to 1,200 seed investments which have happened. Right? Right. And if you take an average of, you know, that value of that company, take it as low as 10 crores or sure. 20 crores. You're talking about a, uh, you know, 24,000 crore market, market which, sure. is, which is going to be mature enough three years from now. Right. Because 95% of them will need this kind of a solution. 5% will, 4% will raise series B, C, D, E. And 1% or 0.5% will do IPO. Slightly different point of view. I think sure. the majority of early says, you know, companies die. Right. And almost rightly so. Correct. Because, you know, too many unknowns. Right. So I think you can, and that is not a market. The market is companies which build at least some value, and but there's a timing issue and so on, right? Correct. So I think you don't really filter that out, you know. So, so most, in fact, if you end up, you know, company which has not really built anything, somehow you manage to get them acquired, you know, you may even disservice yourself. Yeah, I mean, the market will decide against right. it. Right. No, I think yeah, right now is, no, no, thank, thanks for the nudge. I think this is, I do need to okay. get going. I just want to summarize, you know, first, a few things that really, I mean, you guys have right caliber and I think right intent. It's also a genuine problem. I think over early stage startup ecosystem is not served very well. Right. So I think you are in the right zone for sure. And a few things you probably can you know ponder about and happy to have more details you know conversation whenever we can. Thank you. you know, good good chatting. Thank right. you. Thanks, Chantan. See you tomorrow. See, see, tomorrow. see you. Thank you. See. You. Clearly, a lot of discovery at both ends need to be made, and this solves it. Uh, from where I am coming is that right now even investment banking, I think the big investment banking firms are now realizing that only doing IPO is not the way to kind of because the funnel is expanding in a different way like you mentioned thousand startups are kind of getting seed funding every year so they are also now putting up teams for D2Cs for consumer goods or fintech smaller companies I think for them to do this at any point of time is is not difficult right because anyways they have team who do maybe two three deals uh, in six months or, or maybe a year etc right they will have a lot of bandwidth to also do this right so where your moat will lie, which I understood that given you have done it yourself, it's founder to founder conversation, which an investment banker will not lack. But uh, just getting the the maximum pie of this 20 million market you mentioned will be challenging. That's that's what I was thinking. You know, other moat point will be, you know, we are building a platform where, you know, these real-time data will be getting from companies MIS system. And that is what an investment banker cannot do. Once, once a company gets plugged in our system, we know their data in and out, at least let's say if it's if it's a D2C brand, right? We do integration with Shopify and Razor. And we have more or less their books data. So what you're saying is that you will be with the company throughout certain life cycle of the company. Oh, wow. yes. So that yeah. So it's not a transaction based relationship. Yeah. Right? So I want to like yeah. completely hold on to that point, yeah. which because I this was very early in our discussion. Somebody told me this point, which you know, really which is don't build something which is transactional which mm. is the exact mistake that everybody else bankers right. yeah, are yeah. trained to do which is be transactional right. uh, i think we've kind of inculcated that into our dna which is i'm not coming to you and you say that i don't want to acquire companies so therefore i didn't get a buy side mandate with a you know monthly retainer fee so i don't call you anymore right. i have the ability to bubble up five companies to you every month or every quarter as long as i feel that it's not crowding your inbox i'll send it to you anyway 
and that's a low effort for me given the tech is there you know i know what you want yeah, right. and the moment you know new companies come in the system or let's say existing companies right. number gets you know matched with yeah. the, what you want or what you are looking for automatically you know system can shoot an email with the you know obviously anonymously uh, then and the most successful companies that have, have, have uh, i don't know if you'll agree with this or not are most successful companies are going to be the ones which are going to be acquisitive especially during some of the leaner tougher times right it's this data to back this to say that if you you know during the 2007-8 crisis companies that kind of leaned in onto smaller mid-size acquisitions probably made double the you know return kegar over the next 5 6 years than companies that did not right this is how globally it's, it's also the fund vintage also is like a very classic similar yeah. proxy, right? you know? but uh, and you know the opposite thing to do during those tough times is to say that hey i'm you know i'm not looking at acquisitions but that's probably where the highest value you know uh, is going to be discovered for a large company which has more stable cash flows uh, uh, discovering these innovative hubs where these guys have run the experiments failed nine times found that one successful idea and you get to cherry pick and choose that one idea which takes you to the next level ek baar batao do you genuinely think 100 crore sub 100 crore valuation companies which are early right. stage right. are good acquisition opportunities i don't think i was acquirable I don't think we were acquirable as a company at at some point. Too this much like just too much chaos, too little clarity, too much chaos, too many strategic decisions that are still need to be taken. Agreed. But to take like a Same messy. Ah, good thing. I mean, very tough that's business. That's that's that is something already. Young teams who built whatever they they might have built a game, got great DAU on it. People are actively using it. It will never become. a billion dollar company but isko agar tomorrow if he can sell it and if he gets whatever like let's assume it's sold for 30 crores right three founders with whatever each of them sitting at 10 10 crores each uh, cushion to sit on for them to now start their next oh, big game so the, and there are buyers also sitting there saying i'll get this full dau right there is so much active users i have a full base here i attach this game into my portfolio and then this doubles in so that, that you know I would argue with you on your point on how interesting an acquisition you could have been, right? When you guys started, what you were starting, you would have gone to this complete new age thinking about either category that you are creating. There would have been, I'm assuming, a lot of digital first thought process, first principles on how do I advertise to the young market? We are all Gen Z guys. Your average age of your company in terms of you and your team would have been younger. Correct. How interesting would it have been for one of the big daddies in personal beauty, personal care, consumer care? with their you know slightly older generation who are struggling to be in touch with this generation f- finding a company who has only done that right and that chaos has created a certain level of innovation you would have been a super interesting acquisition in my view you of course took a decision to kind of grow this but let's say that we took money from these guys no we took from colgate we took from like that money was not coming at that point yeah. or that you as a founder felt you you solved you know shaving and beauty and and suddenly you're like I want to do something else now. I want to create another marketplace. You can still disconnect from that company. That company continues, and you know he joins, and it exists yeah. in this avatar which continues. But the the new the bigger company, who's probably you know got this foot in the door to potentially evaluate this over time, uh, it's going to continue to you know learn from guys like you. And when I speak to these P, especially the PE bio guys, saying, "Can you find me twenty crore, thirty crore companies? Why would a like a bio fund, which has probably put thousand crore check, is like?" 20 crore acquisition how do i find because that is either it is not 20 plus 20 in my revenue or ebitda it is plus 100 or 500 my ebitda because my company doesn't know digital marketing the way these guys know my company doesn't know how to make reels and reach out to the the new audience right 
and I don't have the ability to uh, create this this to acquire that DNA as long as that gelling happens. So maybe you look at ten of them. But do you think there is an opportunity for, or I don't know? Do you think there is an opportunity like how, for example, KKR or Warburg or sure. Blackstone would come in, take eighty percent in a company, right. sometimes public company, sometimes private, right. put in thousand, two thousand, five thousand, right. maybe billion dollar checks, right. and put in their CEO, their management team, and turn that business around and make significant upside. Correct. But that happens when with funds like that because there are just large pools of capital to Correct. to deploy do you think that model will work in series a series b series c type of funds also where they will say yaar maina i anyways cut 30 million checks hmm. or 10 million checks hmm. i will cut a 40 million check and acquire 100% of this company put in my own i feel that because now there is a there is a whole cohorts of founders from mukesh to us to now younger ones who can be pulled in and say you run this business I have put in. I have acquired it for forty million, right. and I wanted to give me a two hundred million outcome. You next three check out Tiny. You, you think you think fund will do that? Have you heard of Tiny? No, no, no. Tiny calls themselves the Berkshire Hathaway of internet businesses. Ah. So they are going and acquiring companies fully, fully, hundred percent of acquisition, and they're getting very senior leaders, like exactly like you said, like Mukesh, etc., who've done this in the past to come and say now flip this to. So here's a thirty crore company, flip it to three hundred crore. They know the math of going from. So zero to one, you have taken it. One to ten, one to hundred, one to hundred, one to hundred. But in India, it will happen. Today, so we didn't even know that there could have been a startup coming out of anywhere. So that's happening. Anything can happen on this front. And I, I mean, I wanted to quote uh, Ronnie Screwala from an interview long back. He said, "Scale versus control, scale wins." Okay. But then we saw that if I sold Glitch today, when we sold it, we got. We probably lost control in terms of controlling stake, but from the scale that glitch got from there on, that that has to win. Not not holding hundred percent equity of a whatever hundred crore company, hundred percent equity of a hundred crore company versus twenty percent equity of a yeah five thousand crore company. I do that. So that's the equation. So for right now, that's that's what is happening today. So when you ask me that question, saying in this hundred crore, will they sell? Will they not sell? This is a this is something that's going to. Happen over time. It's the education that we are bringing in. What we've realized is, year one we set ourselves goals, right? And when we hit those goals, we know what it comes with. So it's literally like collateral damage. One company, like when Chatterbox sold, I got seven calls from peers in that space saying, "Guys, how did you do this? How do I do this?" Tomorrow, when a D2C company sells, like we are talking about Arjun that day, after he sold uh, Arjun Vedya, who sold Dr. Vedya, he's He was telling us how he gets calls multiple. Every D two C guy who wants to sell keeps calling him. So it's like so you know the minute you sell one company, usko the surround of that will keep coming. So that's the focus. So this is a huge deal. I completely agree with you. That you are on the block is a problem. Yeah. Once you're off the block, you're a success. So yeah. <laughs> that it's, yeah. it's really strange. It's a really strange thing because because when you're on the block, I'll tell you the issue. My at least from I don't know. You obviously know this a lot better than I do. I think when you're on the block. The fact that it's like the Schrodinger's cat, right? The fact that you are on the block diminishes your value because acquisitive valuations are what they are. Right. And if you want to raise money, then there's a what they call it, dream versus satya ratio. Right. So when you're raising money, you want to maximize the dream and minimize the satya. When you're selling your company, you maximize the satya, and there is no dream there is now. There's now only synergy, right? So I think it's also the journey of entrepreneurship in India, in my view, because yeah. we are still talking about entrepreneurship becoming a big thing in India, which yeah. is so now exit is kind of a step after that because. You don't start a company for the view of selling it, right? Yeah. So I think where India need to see a lot more successful cases than did start becoming a thing where and founders sell. Yeah. But what you said, right? Like whether founders will sell the company and you know, and then other 
take over over the company. That is what is happening with D2C brands at least. Right. In last couple of years, it has happened, right? Many, many D2C founders, you know, they sold up their companies to either fully or, you know, majority equity to roll up brands and then they are working in synergy with them. Whether it will happen with other industries also, highly likely it should, given, given like you said, an entrepreneurial uh, exit, you know, view is also you know going to set up a, with 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 the with the with the time and then that is yeah. no, i completely yeah. agree yaar. i think so consumer for example is a very mna friendly industry absolutely from unilever acquiring gsk yeah. like massive scale to Smart. like a 15 20 crore right. transaction there's a there is friendly buyer seller relationship across the board because i think consolidation of revenue to multiplier of value is a clear the math is very clear in but you're right in the sense that sometimes companies do it for uh, capabilities Correct. and they buy like, they buy large businesses for capabilities like I can easily imagine being a, being a large consumer business like like a billion dollar plus in India yeah. like let me buy the best yeah. D2C team in the country because I want that thing to help me with my 20 other brands right. then you'll pay the money right. then a cash business you'll get what you'll also do is if you create a platform that is successful you will incentivize a very cool breed of founders who I call build and flippers and they're right. insanely good so yeah. For example, I know we respect a guy called Ashutosh Balani a lot. I don't know if you guys have met him. You must meet him. Right. He he ran this company called Beardo. It's a kick-ass asset in the market yeah, when we yeah, were small. Yeah, yeah. And then he sold it to Mariko. Right. And then he built out Villain. Yeah. Then he, I think, sold it to yeah. someone. Then he's built out Rene Cosmetics and he's scaling that. Now he's selling. He is amazing at figuring out market opportunities, yeah. building a great product, marketing, and then he owns that identity like a boss. Yeah. Your work, you must have done a lot of deals in healthcare, no? In, in KKR. I mean, I would, I've been focused on real estate, but okay. we've, been, we've been done. Okay. And I wanted to draw an analogy. So, for example, if you look at healthcare businesses, people go for surgeries in India usually corrective. There be very few people do preemptive, right. right? And corrective surgeries, mein, orthopedic is the is one of the big ones, especially replacement and all that. Right. And a lot of hospitals index on quality of doctor. Get the best doctor, the most renowned, best all other hmm. person. And they and but they did the proxy of doctor doctor quality and consumer feedback of this thing they realized that the correlation was limited much lower than what they thought hmm. and the higher correlation was in the nursing staff hmm. so the so because a doctor will come and do the clinical yeah. in right. my case in in your case it will be the deal yeah. that's a clinical doctor intervention high spiky and high involvement but the experience right. will be defined by the nursing of that company right how are you welcomed right. are you are you made to feel comfortable are your clothes right when you are in pain, are you are you mm. kind of given the right painkillers? Right. Uh, is there a fond farewell for you? Is your wheelchair comfortable? Like all of that defines the experience of a surgery mm. where the doctor was eventually was not as important. So right. I completely agree with you. Like if you want to like making starting up worth it is such a noble mission. Like the more I hear you guys talk, the more I realize fuck yeah, I wish you guys would have been there when we were starting up or when we are building this out. Uh, and maybe you still can be relevant for us at our scale also. But I think there are a lot of things beyond just MA where you will kind of plug your. Yeah, I think that's where the relationship kind of. But it will be a relationship driven game, I feel. It cannot be, it, tech cannot replace it. I'm so, stealing that example of yours, the healthcare one. 100%. <laughs> that, that's like, you, it just, it's actually so true, right? Yeah, the, a lot of sense. the nursing side is where the magic is, actually. Yeah, that is the scalable, trainable. Uh, that's, that's the easier one to do. We are not a country. Yeah, but we are a country, I realized, like, I remember a chatterbox also we learnt very, very early on, and that's the thing. We are a country where there's a lift, but there's a lift man to press that button. buyer, register, it will take time. It's not going to happen today.
ready is not about the capital event itself yeah it's about the co- the health of the company by fundamentally like being a better so company true. so true yeah no? and it's so tough to do Very coming common. back to your revenue so yeah. i'll kind of look so we uh, what we are saying right now it's a five straight the only revenue model we have is a 5% uh, uh, this thing success fee so on success you pay over time the other pieces that we are adding is so we are adding these newer products right if the deals happening you need a bank like you need like a lawyer or you need a tax consultant so us led company yeah. buying india company tax ka, they'll run away here's the tax consultant we've onboarded a bunch of people you can choose anyone from there that's a commission based model that we work these are the three this thing how we're looking at year one i'll put the revenue number aside what we are targeting very deeply is a number called 30 right can we do 30 transactions in year one because it sounds like a really small number but if i look at 220 acquisitions that happened last year this is 10% say upar of that that right? is very difficult that's two and a half a month yeah it's so, almost one a week so that's that's the aim that we want to go so fy not cy <laughs> <laughs> come on we just started 23 days ago you can't be like oh no two months are done <laughs> so We'll 30 is, 30 is ambitious in my view. I yeah, but uh, that's the number we we, we want to change, yeah, right? Yeah. So we get 30 in. We know that the 30 then will multiply to 100 next year very easily because suddenly we'll have that much. So imagine now it's two two transactions a month or two and a half transactions a month, right? That many times you're in the news, that many times you're being heard. Now your brand is getting built in there. So that's the number we're going after. Uh, revenue wise, we looked at it and we said if I do an average ticket size of say two mil. Uh, on uh, that's about four hundred fifty crores. Yeah. Take rate five percent, maybe twenty to twenty-five crores, and maybe scale that over the next three four years. But that's one vertical of the business, and you know, which feeds into our larger, uh, larger budget. But that's the broad, broad uh, target. Obviously, this is going to be high margin in that sense because our, you know. So yeah, I think I'll tell you what. Very honestly, yeah. the moment you start talking to buyers and so, and your company start growing. Yeah. Suddenly, one of your buyers will be like, "Nee, yar, I have an appetite for a final crore deal. Find it for me, and then might 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 mandate you for it." So, yeah. I don't think the ramp up of revenues will yeah. be basis your business plan will be how so your relationships evolve. And the thirty is an ambitious number, but we also today. I mean, why did we arrive at the thirty? And we have also been brainstorming on this, right? So now we've started reaching out to the buyers to get the mandates. We've got about ten odd mandates. Each person saying. Four or five companies like this, this, this. So in our head, we are like, "Are you Charlie's active buyer?" So the question was, "Supply will come or uh, demand will come?" Demand. Me, abhi, ten people have talked about ten to ten because buyer. But real, like, how how do you recognize? It could be some some flunky there saying, "I want to buy this," and then later he won't buy it. Just someone just wants to so act. So I big. don't know. I mean, so now if you, I don't know how to 
uh, validate that at this point. These are people we, these are the 10 people that we literally knew and we've gone after, right? We've not even gone to the scene. So there we are saying that, hey, listen, this is my acquisition budget this year. These are the kind of companies I'm looking at. We, I have not found. VC, uh, uh, like we, blue chip VCs who have, uh, what do you call it, um, cop dev teams, right? He's turning around and saying, listen, I have, I, I know that these three companies have been actively looking. If you can find me, do it. The reason why they're all happy to give the mandate also, right now they're paying. So a lot of these companies are paying a retainer fee to uh, bankers rule. We are an absolutely free platform for buyers, right? Because we're using the buying mandate as the, uh, like a bait. So we're using that as a bait to get this. And they're happy, they're like, okay, this is what, whoever gets me the way. Now it's up to us to find the quality supplier. Because if I, I don't want to be a startup debris marketplace, right? founder fatigue yeah, there's no this thing, that's when they're coming. No, we are very clear that we're we are going to get you supply. So we've broken our sellers into two sides, active seller, passive seller. Active seller is mostly discounted distress sale. Passive seller is, huh, they, the passive seller will always sell to an active buyer. Active buyer will say, and a passive buyer who is like, they kuch hai to bata de na, will always buy the discounted sale. That's how we've drawn the. How is your current team, three of you or do you have? It's just the three of us and then he's building his tech. Uh, and between the both of you, who's, who'll be the CEO or are you guys are saying we'll go together? So and that's right a, saying yeah. That we're co-CEOs. Co-CEOs. Co-CEO. So all three of us are. Okay. Uh, because we're all equal. And what is the challenge you see in, in this story uh, in terms of kind of building this and scaling over the next three, four years? So, huh, no. So the point I, we, no, we understand this question, this hurdle that will come called Tam, 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 right? Everybody. Because, and we know that, okay, we we have to get to this 30 number and the 100 number for us to get to thing. From where we are seeing this more than a challenge, yes, the first half to get this journey done will be a, this thing. Productizing it, right? We, we recognize today itself that human touch product may not solve everything. Right. Human touch is important. Six months to pura proper human touch is there. Especially Over time, we'll understand India, where uh, you can't discount. That. Yeah, we'll know where yeah. what is the how much can be productized. Where can we leave that this thing at? We also know that this is not our end goal today, right? But I don't want to like set in stone what all we will do because we will go where we go basis of where we hit. So the, right now we're, we're putting blinders on saying, let's do 30 transactions, right? With 30 transactions, we'll have an answer to saying what to what it took to do these 30 transactions, what will it take to do the next 100. While we do that, we can go to the other side. Today, there is no, I mean, the when we start talking, it's almost like people are saying that, but in the same thing, right? We go historically 200, will the market cap out at a number? Is that possible that it does? Uh, so we drew out a map. So worst case scenario, realistic, best case scenario. Worst case scenario, we end up becoming a 10 million, sub 10 million dollar investment bank, like a Avendis of this generation. Thoda tech hai, ye hai But that's not our end goal. We really want to look at the other side of it, which is where we can open this entire market up. Yeah. I think the way I would think about your org would be, can you guys make king makers and queen makers in your organization as right. partners? You will, that's what, have you seen Jim Simmons uh, Renaissance? Uh. Renaissance is a hedge fund, has 100 million dollar plus traders as individual institutions within the fund. Right. Creating 38-40% Kager for last 30-40 years. These are incredibly intelligent human beings, but they are what make the fund, right? So for you, because, I'll tell you why, because I think the success of your business, you guys are so much more experienced than I am, but at least just thinking about this, the success of your business will depend upon the human interaction with your 
sellers and buyers both mm. and the ability to time a deal mm. and both of these to some extent no offense to tech yeah, I feel yeah. tech will like enable it to a massive extent but beyond the point it will be about the people the good right. thing is we all three have that understanding yeah. and we are yeah. aligned on it that it's not tech tech but it there will yeah, be yeah. human touch which we you know tech cannot and timing judgment like you have 7 years at KKR or you have sold a company like timing is everything same fundamentals different time will not lead to a deal or will lead to like a very different set of value drop so for you like can you create those 10 queen makers king makers in your in 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 done deal right and let them run their own books right and but the consistent you know consistent dna of making starting up worthwhile and right. holding yeah. right. your core right. will be your job right. so that they kind of build it out then that 30 number can become 500 and you i feel it will evolve into something which all five of us and mukesh included will probably not force today because it's such a very yeah, yeah. very you know my pitch for andis right uh, <laughs> won't make you make pitch books <laughs> that nobody wants to read and see and tell uh, you know tell you about the beauty personal care segment yeah. in five pages on the industry care yeah. over the last 10 years yeah. so i will tell you the mrr of the company who the founding team is what the gross margins are what is the unit economics yeah. and then you have that conversation and see yeah. whether you want to do the deal right so How does the deal happen? Steps. When you drew that steps down, they said, "Okay, what part of it can be productized? Where do you need product plus human?" And that's how we've. There are things that can be product, like the pitch book making, right? Nobody reads it, but most important part, the most important numbers you need. Productized? Yes, can be done. Data room? Productized? Can be done. Advice? Can't be productized. Can be this thing. And then decision will come come to the three of you, and you guys have to take a call as people. Whatever the data and algorithms sure. and models to it you have and what's the what's the capital uh, capitalization uh, this thing right now like what do you guys so looking to raise we're raising a 1 uh, mil round at this point of time uh, we're doing it on a convertible so it's a 10 uh, cap and okay. a five floor 10 million cap is it yes 5 million floor so 20% yeah and 20% discount yeah in between this okay And does it convert to the floor if you don't raise over the next one year or something? Like? Yeah, next twenty-four months. Because you put that number saying where next one year is thirty deals. Where does that thirty deals now blow up? What into? is that number? Twelve months and twenty-four month number in terms of revenue. Where the thirty deals takes us. Okay. Yeah. Assuming a fifteen. Second year average. So uh, based on the thirty, yeah. we were saying that if can we make that thirty into a hundred? Hundred. So three x that. Yeah. So, so roughly around seventy eighty grams. Interesting. And of this uh, million, has have has anyone come in and committed some capital? Yeah, we've got almost fifty percent committed. Okay. On this. So we what we've done is we've tried to do a very strategic fundraise, right? So trying to get in category category leaders, right? So we get in people who either are active acquirers, so founders of companies who are active acquirers and that this thing, or founders who have huge network of people who. Uh, so we realize that each category is a it's a mafia of sorts. So if I go to SaaS and get one person, that person will know every single player in SaaS there who 
tomorrow if you're looking for it, it's the first level of contact. So access becomes easier. So that's the rule that we're going with and trying to fill in each category there. So for example, Amrish and Jitendar, the Jupiter and the Pioneer. These guys control fintech in the deal in India today. Every fintech founder wants to go there. So and wants to meet them. Wants to meet them. So if those are those guys are completely different. People like Mukesh, for example, will be a fantastic guy to have. Amazing. And so any 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 of the people you can name in this fifty percent who have already come committed. Arjun Vaidya is committed from so from a DTC point of view. Ajit Pai from delivery is committed. Okay. Who are the other ones? Uh, you know Shripad? Nakarni? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he is committed. Very cool. So, we, we, from, so we've had multiple con- conversations. So it's almost like soft commits from yeah, yeah, yeah. players in SaaS, etc. Which we are now going to hardcore close that soon. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, can you just give us five minutes to just quickly discuss and come back to you? You know that just really chills you down? It's the best part. Here's some uh, three, four things, right? One is, when e-commerce was becoming big, we were not sure whether e-commerce companies will make money or not. Even now it's out. But ancillary services to e-commerce made a lot of money. Yeah, so warehousing yeah. and logistics, you saw companies kind of get resurrected. Look at the number of companies who are building out ESOP solutions in India. Big founders raising capital just for ESOPs. Yeah. Which is a very small use case of the starting up world. So I think that starting up is going to become a thing. Yeah, barbershop is kind of so part me, of that. That's the North Star actually in this conversation huh. is that India will see a lot, lot of, of startups. Yeah. Now the second level is that Ancillary services for starting up will become big. They are trying to build that out, which is amazing. They are saying, "Yar, ham log company ko bikwa denge. Agar tumko bechna hai to, and we will remove the stigma also. The storytelling is great. The second thing I, which I find uh, amazing about them is the clarity of thought on the yeah, business clarity. at day twenty-three is unbelievable. Yeah. They know exactly. They've done one deal already. Yeah. They are already talking about the second yeah. deal. They've spoken to million people, and they are all very high-caliber founders and very individually unique. Yeah. He's glitch and whatever yeah. chatterbox. This guy's KKR director. This guy's techie out and out. But the I think the yeah. gelling of that team is very good. It's very very good and it's a very high caliber team. I think clarity of thought is. Also yeah, very, I completely agree on the clarity. I think clarity very is stupendous. Yeah. Very high clarity of thought. Also, I think. Um, uh, Complement each other. Ha, they're not a monotonous team. Yeah. They're very different people, yeah. but clarity is consistent. Yeah. So the, I I really like that about them. Third thing is I genuinely have a very personal bias towards this company because they would have solved for like someone like us six seven years back, they would have solved something very meaningful for us. Right? You must have made something. So many companies we see die of starvation of capital when they could have been sold and the founder. The information would... asymmetry is clearly there. huge issue. Yeah. So yeah. just by solving that, I think they will solve a lot of problems for yeah. us. Uh, the only thing I was thinking is that in this business, what is the right valuation? So yeah. that's that's the question in my head. Uh, yeah. Traction, for example, did like a uh, like end of the day it was a C. I think they'll get tech product kind of mm. valuation as long as their revenue streams are kind of in line yeah. with that. पता नहीं अभी आज के दिन में क्या valuation five and ten million is rich. I think yeah. it's a rich valuation yeah. to be very yeah. honest. 
uh, but I think my view is we should participate, but ask them for a lead who will anchor the value rather than the founders anchoring yeah. it. Because I think in a tough market like now, if they try to grow into a valuation through revenue, mm. it will be tricky for them. I think yeah. overvaluing a company upfront is yeah. meaningless in general. So let's let's see if we can yeah. negotiate that part or kind of give them guidance. We'll tell them. So what kind of check do you think we should put in? If around 30, 35 lakhs. Mm, I was actually thinking more around one, one and a half crores. Okay. I'm kind of more bullish on this. I think mm, from an allocation standpoint, we'll get a bigger chunk of the deal. Uh, yeah, I think if you are able to get the anchor of the valuation clear, then once you are. Uh, yeah. What we should tell them is yeah. that. I think they should value the round rather than making a, making making it a convertible. Convertible, mark. yeah. Because convertible is meaningless. Like we, I, I can make twenty percent elsewhere also. Because ten mil valuation, uh, yeah, seems slightly is rich on rich. On, on on a document, right? Um, it's not very complicated because it's ultimately it's demand supply. I agree. Demand supply and the documentation is also standard. Yeah. It's, like frankly speaking, you can evolve tech to a certain level in yeah. this case. Correct. You know that these are legal requirements. These are financial yeah. DD requirements. This is the company MIS details I need, yeah. and then this is the valuation model. Correct. Whatever scoring you can decide. Uh, tech, right? yeah, you can yeah. actually build this on a very yeah. on a reasonably smart it's Excel smart, sheet also. Uh, Excel sheet also. <laughs> then obviously the beauty they brings is their experience, experience. richness, complementarity, uh, etc., and just the experience of building and selling also. Yeah. But I think the entry barrier to to me still is kind of is is low. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Let's let what what I am suggesting well, we definitely do. we should put money. Yes, I am so. saying let's put in a crore, yeah. and tell them that if there is no other check that's bigger than a crore, then we will have a valuation discussion separately. If there is a check larger than a crore, let them decide the value. We are happy to follow, yeah. but if no one else is putting a check under a crore, we will like to reprice the round yeah. because we feel it's rich yeah, for sense. your sake only. Makes sense. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, thank you so much, guys. I think um, uh, Deepak, you should keep adding. Uh, yeah. I think just one of the most incredibly honest and um, worthwhile missions to be a part of, right? So making starting up worthwhile resonated with me personally and on so many levels. I think what you will do for founders, you are founder yourselves, but what you will do for ecosystem of founders, if you are even able to do 10% of what you are imagining, will be deeply ecosystem enriching. So I think. Super congratulations on that. I think second thing is just clarity of thought on the business. Is at day 23, I like I don't know what I was doing when I was running Bombay Sharing Company. Definitely not even one percent of how clear you guys are. I think your uh, maturity as founders, you you know you're an exited founder. You guys have like so much experience in very different space spaces. So you guys come in with a very um, high amount of maturity um, and pedigree and caliber and thoughtfulness. About what you want to build, the cool part is you guys are very consistent in your core DNA of what you want to build, but very unique in your personal experiences, right? From tech to you know deal making in real estate to building out companies and selling them, you come with very different experiences, but you have been able to marry it beautifully in a very consistent and uh, kind of not, not monotonous, but I think you guys will be true to your values, and when you frame them down to say, hey, 
we will always do some 100 crore deals because that's where our birth was and that's where we create value. Of course, the company can evolve into secondaries and other startup related activities. That's, I think third thing is, and Mukesh was right, that the market may be small, right? But Deepak and I were talking, we believe that now is the time for starting up, okay? And when markets grow, ancillary services are always the ones that really build valuable, successful, cash-rich businesses. So when the gold rush happened, it was the crane guys who were building out there. Everyone knows that story, right? So even when Amazon Flipkart were becoming big, it was the warehousing logistics guys who really like created a lot of value. Which e-commerce company will actually do well is still jury is out, but the ancillary stuff does well. And I was I have gotten at least three to four deals in the last two three months on companies who are trying to build out products for e-shops. So both these special use cases. I mean, how many such companies? Itni company e-shop ke liye kyu ban rahe? But and they're getting funded, and so there is clearly starting up is going to become a big thing. How that starting up universe is going to evolve? I think it's very hard to predict, but it's going to happen. So people who are helping that industry are going to survive and thrive and do very well. So which is what you are doing. So I think kudos on the ideation and and on the on the mission. And you, I think three of you are mission oriented founders more than you are mercenary founders in my view. Because even though you are what you are doing, you might kind of incentivize mercenary founders to build and flip and kind of do more things. But the three of you yourselves look seem to be from the last. Hour and a half or so of, of being very mission oriented, which is something we love a lot. So, I think uh, 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 that's the great stuff. I think, and Deepak will add on this. We do feel that you know evolution is kind of unknown. Uh, whether you become a bank or whether you guys become a traction with this deal flow or whatever, we don't know. Entry barriers are low, right? So you never know. Like you guys do well, someone will overfund something, and again, very easy for me as a seller. To list on five platforms, so uh, there's no exclusivity ever in a in a situation like ours. You'll, you'll never have access to the deals exclusively. People will come to you because you have to build trust and so on. So it's a tough journey, but uh, I think that's if it was easy, you sound a lot done it by now, right? So uh, I think that's uh, uh, no, broadly agree. And I am think great believer in the entrepreneurial story in India. I think that will that has started unfolding, but I think it's just. Maybe less than one percent of what it can be, right? I think, uh, and what you are trying to solve, and I'm sure you will also evolve along the journey. I will add immense value to that overall story, especially to the founders uh, at large. So, yeah, I completely agree with Shantanu, yeah. and especially I think loved meeting you. Clarity of thought, this kind of complementarity you bring to each other, and conviction in what you want to do uh, is amazing. So, on the deal, right? I think we want to come in. Okay. Uh, we do feel that the valuation is rich, and we are uncomfortable. I have never done a convertible <coughs> round. I've always valued my business. Even my first round, I valued it at 15 crores, raised money, and because it clearly anchored in my head, ki 15 crore maine kiya. Now I have to grow into 45 crores and raise the next. So I have given whatever three 15 crore post to 3x value deke main aage badhun. So for me, it was easier. Uh, I do feel that it's 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 a very high value for a for for an idea stage. Of course, you guys are. Significant as premium on on your caliber and pedigree, which we are, which absolutely understand and estimate. Um, what we want to do is we want to come in with a crore, okay. If there is a check larger than a crore, we will let that investor agree with you on the dynamics of the terms of the round. Right. But if none of your other investors are a crore or everyone else is less than a crore, we would like to revisit the round construct. I will tell you fundamentally where my I would like to value it. And I will leave it to you to value it because you guys are the founders. You guys value your business. 
I do feel a five million floor and a ten million cap is rich. Twenty-four mm. months is too long. Mm. I think twelve months is more relevant. Um, ideally, I would I would just say value it at like five million. If you're raising a one million round, value it five million and then grow into a ten million round for your for a good Series A or something. It's just easier to do. So guys, do your thirty deals. You'll raise a great Series A. Your angels will be happy. Just the validation of a very happy investor group is far more important than the. Two percent dilution you will save, in my view, mm. but that's a very personal point of view. Right. Uh, uh, but it's fluid, okay? So it, it's a the decision tree is if someone else is writing more than a crore, our crore will come in at whatever that person decides, and you and that person decide. We're happy to pay you back. Sure. If everyone else is less than a crore, can we revisit this? It's my only request. Right. Uh, I like I represent Deepak and I represent these eighty investors, so we want to get a good deal for them, but don't want. You guys to feel that you are shortchanged in any way, so I, we don't have to do it now. Sure. As long as principally you guys are okay, right. we are happy to right. underwrite a one crore check and be a part of done deal, in uh, in in not only financially but of course more emotionally and uh, part of your journey. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah. No, I think it's a fair ask. I'm a very uh, thing. So we initially thought about it, saying should we price the round, should we do a convertible. We got different opinions. At some some point, it just looked like convertible was an uh, easier option because. We didn't know how to exactly price a pre this thing, right? So we, if we start valuing it in our heads, if you ask me, I can justify the ten mil as well. I can justify the five mil as well, right? So it became that question. But it's a very fair ask. Um, I think we should. Uh, yeah, I think we we kind of in principally uh, happy to kind of explore this. Uh, we came to you guys because we are super keen to kind of this you know work on this partnership, right? Yeah. And it's uh, uh, you know when we spoke the first time, what was very interesting is just potentially having this group of. You know, seventy, seventy-five investors who you know very high-caliber people, and having that interaction yeah. means a lot to us. Which is why, for sure, we do want to explore this. I mean, very happy that our mission kind of resonated with oh, you sure. guys. And yeah. uh, I, I, I take that. I yeah. think the the it's kind of the synergy is very there, right? You and you guys are on very, very similar mission. Yeah. I can see it. I've been following your podcast for the longest time, so it's right. it's that. It's oh, that. Yeah. Uh, you are. Teaching this entire ecosystem a lot of things which we, which they don't know, and kind of shaping this ecosystem. So it's a we the the minute he had this conversation, we were like, yeah, we should definitely do this. So yeah. that's a big yeah. so from us. It's a done deal. Done deal. Yeah. Cool. So I think just to recap, we'll put in a crore. If we are the largest uh, check, then we should just revisit the terms. Yeah. We won't tweak them a lot, and we don't want to do walk away uncomfortable from the deal. Sure. We want to do walk away feeling we got a great deal. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to make sure that we have protected the interests of our investors, okay. so that no one, everyone, kind of says, "Ki okay, let's look at the road ahead and not." Whatever. I don't think we are far apart in general. No, and anyways, valuation this early is just an art, and there's no real number that I can create. You create wealth for us, and uh, for example, if you see the board outside, the bottom number is 1400, right? right? That number was going to be 3000 bucks. If I had valued the company at 32 crores. And had one investor. I had gotten all the checks. Mm. Had one investor who said, "Yeah, thirty crores on an idea, Shantanu, makes no sense." क्या रेजर बनाएगा तो सब ये सब डॉक्यूमेंट है यार उसमें क्या है? तो इस मिस्टर रामदोराय हुए उस तो टीसीएस सीईओ एंड बहुत प्रॉब्लम इस करंट स्किल डेट प्रॉब्लम यार मोस्ट हाई प्रोफाइल इन्वेस्टर एंड इस पद्मश्री एंड ऑल ऑफ Like, yeah, was, is something wrong with the company? What is going on? No, there was someone who negotiated on your behalf, but you guys are all getting uh, super. Because till date, that valuation multiple is now two x yeah, or what it would have been, two times what they would have made. Yeah. And I'm 
I could not have been happier. Like with this for this round we're racing, we're, we're going back to all our engines and saying, hey guys, this is what so your holding is looking like, and you know this is what can happen if you exit. If you hold on to IPO, this is what can happen. Sure. And we just feel so happy writing yeah. those emails. Right. Um, so that's just the. Have like the values right, and people are seeing the upside. I think they keep backing you again and again. That's also yeah. important. So if you want to raise instead of raising eight crores, if you want to end up raising six crores, completely okay. If you, by the way. If you reduce your valuation to an exciting number, we can go from one to two crores also. That's also an option for us. So we are very happy to put in a two crore check if the valuation is excited, exciting. We will be happy to put in a one crore check at whatever value we have. So for us, that's yeah. because I'll tell you why. For us, the dynamics are these eighty checks will come directly into our company. So you know, it's yeah. not like a fund vehicle or whatever where I'm doing fund mathematics. It's not like that. Right. So for us, this is an individual discussion. If it's valuable for everyone to suddenly keep posting, yeah, we get better terms, etc. And you are saying it, okay? I'm happy to dilute. I don't want to dilute a lot, but I'm happy to raise less with less capital intensive. We'll underwrite a larger amount, so we can do between one to let's say one point five, one point seven five. So up to you. You guys decide. So again, ten fifteen percent mark. The way to think about it would be, what multiplier can I give when we raise our Series A? Yeah. That is the north star. So, and you should try to give higher than thirty percent KAKR because we would have made thirty percent KAKR putting this capital elsewhere. In any. PMS or whatever. These are all people who are allocating money that they are not putting in PMSs or as LPs and funds Correct. into startups. So then they are like, "Yeah, there is a little risk reward. So the reward should be more than that." And in your case, the company is going to do well. What you don't want happening is you don't want to mute returns mm. because you overvalued on day zero, which was not necessary. It didn't add any value to you, but you just have a group of investors who feel that the opportunity cost is not fully worthwhile. Mm. That's the only thing. No, fair, fair. So you, your call. You think about it. You don't have to do it now. Yeah. But principally, I think done deal. Amazing. So nice to see you guys. We have some hampers for you. I don't know. I hope you guys can take them back. But these are for you, and we'll send some for your team uh, to your address. Thank you so much. But thank you so much. And it was was an absolute pleasure to meet you. Same here. So you are. So you are done deal. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much.